David Kerr from Gallagher in Canada. Thanks for being here. Hey, Jay. Thanks for having me. Always great to see you. Always great to see you. At some point, I don't know when. I don't even want to dare say <laughs> we'll see each other in person, but I honestly don't know when, so I don't even want to put a timeline on it, but it'll be nice when that actually does happen. Um, I, I agree. I agree. At some point, we, at some point, we will look exactly like this in frame on a tiny little box. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to be, but we'll get there. I wanted to connect with you because a, you're you're a great partner of Business of Cannabis, but but in addition to that, um, before this current lockdown in Toronto, there was news out of the AGCO had changed their requirements, changed their insurance requirements for cannabis retailers. Did I get any of that correct? Correct. Yes. Uh, so what they've done is they've lowered. The limit required from 10 million to 5 billion for an operational store. Now that's only in Ontario. Uh, other provinces have different regulations. If you were a multi-province operator, I almost said multi-state operator, multi-province operator, um, you need to be cognizant of the different laws in each jurisdiction. Now, the main benefit here is going from 10 million to 5 million saves premium, and that saves money to stores that are opening. Uh, or getting set to open, uh, we tend to have an approach where until you're operational, until you need to work with the AGCO directly, we want to keep your limits at a suitable level, but not involving products liability or stock coverage, which is what really drives the premium, uh, as that's where your exposure is, that's, you know, for you selling product. So until you get that authorization, we have stores that we will work kind of lead you ahead with a lower premium and show you here's what the price will be but here's what you can save right now short term so you're not paying something you might have your and you're not selling any product so we generally keep it around five million anyways and then would move it to 10 to meet the requirements now the benefit is you won't have to have that jump it will save some money um i would state that you know retailers that have you know say five stores or more want to be cognizant of how uh, diverse their revenue is, uh, how many storefronts they operate, and they may want to keep that 10 million limit. They may want to buy more limit. We have some that look at, you know, limits of 20 million or 25 million because they have such a large revenue base and so many stores operational. Um, so that's a different thing to consider. But I think the main point to take away is, you know, speak to your broker or speak to us uh, and have those limits adjusted. And it can save you some money short term, which is crucial right now, given everything that's going on uh, in the world, right? So, yeah, it, it absolutely is, and this is why we like to connect with you. It's like a little bit like Better Call David um, uh, uh, on this stuff, and, and we we generally do. So that's like one uh, bit of good news, I think, for retailers on on the side. But also, as the caveat to you said, like operating across profit lines, operating more than one store. You know, you need to consider all of that as you sort of uh, open the stores and think about your insurance coverage. That's sort of one thing I want to talk to you about. Two, um, you will be presenting at an event we are hosting with Torque and Mains on December 10th. It's called uh, Cannabis Retail 2021, a look ahead. You are going to be giving a presentation really of sort of all things cannabis insurance for retail, well, insurance for cannabis retailers. Um, thank you for that. Give us a little teaser of what you're going to walk us through on the 10th, because I think it's uh I mean, it's the one thing that I think absolutely everybody should tune in for. If they're going to tune in for any part of the day, uh, risk is, the, is definitely one of the things you got to do. Uh, I appreciate that. It's, you know, insurance can be, isn't the most, 
you know, exciting topic for everybody all the time. But, you know, our focus is going to be on using our, you know, expertise in this space and helping both retailers starting up and retailers ongoing. You know, a lot of people need, you know, guidance on what should my revenue be anticipated in year one? How much stock will I anticipate having in year one? What should my limits be? Um, I think those are crucial decision points that we can assist you with and will allow you to see kind of premium pricing points as you move along. Um, I, we're going to discuss delivery and curbside pickup. That's a huge thing. It's back. Um, if the government is, you know, wise, hopefully they keep it back. I don't see any reason it shouldn't be. I think it's beneficial to everybody. Um, so hopefully that that's going to be something that stays. And that might be something where we're going to talk about whether it's delivery using vehicles, uh, whether it's delivery by foot, whether it's delivery by uh, using third-party vehicles, you know, what have you, or bicycles. So there's a lot of things to consider when you're starting your retail store, but then also as you're operating it in a very changing environment, and we want to be there to help you as things change and, you know, be able to, you know, adjust on the drop of a dime to be there for you and make sure that we're helping your business, as well as connecting you with some of our other partners at this event who, you know, can help your business get started or be successful. Yeah, I mean, it, I think we so talked. We're looking forward to it. I, I think we talked back in April the first time uh, retailers were were allowed to do curbside uh, curbside pickup and delivery, and, and just that um, leaving the footprint of the space created interesting insurance challenges or or needing to call David, as I was saying. Yeah. Like th that I think, I think every time it happens again, you know, we, everybody needs to think about that, of course, but also maybe the permanence of it becomes more real. And then, you know, how do you incorporate that into yeah. your coverage and, and sort of even how you set up your business? Yeah, and I think, you know, who knows, hopefully we're going to be heading into a vaccine era in 2021 and things will be changing and getting back to some normalcy. But I believe we said that in April and March. So I don't want to quote me on that one, but, you know, your that fault. is a big change. Yeah, <laughs> delivery is a big change, um, but it's a it's a crucial aspect of the business, and I think that should remain. And there's a lot of groups that are out there doing a lot of great work uh, with local governments and federal governments to make sure that this can maybe become a permanent change. Uh, and you know, we're happy to connect with those people, and then also making sure that you're connecting through us to your insurance companies to make sure that the proper adjustments are made uh, to suit your business and allow you guys to be successful in what is a crazy environment right now it, it's ever like it's ever changing in the best of times um lay COVID on top of that and this has just been a you know everybody's joking but the meme of this being 2020 this is very 2020 and ending this year this way um yeah. is just you know and it, everything's unpredictable but this part was predictable um so david i i appreciate we appreciate the partnership <laughs> uh of, of you guys in an ongoing way we appreciate your expertise talking about the agco uh, has recently done, but also how to keep things um, current, keep your door open to David uh, as, as uh, new changes come online. And we will see you back on December 10th. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Looking forward to it and uh, come to chat with everybody. Great. Thanks, David. Thank